Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast, y'all guys. Cutting right into it today. Getting started, hopping out the blocks, jumping off the boat ramp. Uh, hopping in the poo. I don't know, but it's like a quicker start. I just decided. I uh, hope you're doing goody. It's the Februarys, and uh, we coming up on it. Uh, y'all guys have been sending in the uh, Q&As. Well, you've been sending in the questions, and then I'll answer them on the last episode of Season 5, which is in a couple of weeks. I probably won't even mention the Q&A next week. Maybe I will a little bit, just because we got so many questions coming in. Um, you know, I, I don't need to keep reminding folks to send in them questions, but I will this week. If you want to send in them questions, uh, I'm getting them. I'm get, trying to get them organized and try not to miss nobody's questions uh, and that like that away. And look at here. You've probably seen this before. Uh, well, if you're watching the video on the YouTubes, you can look at here. If you're doing a listener with your ears, because this is a podcast, so it's very similar to what they call radio show, which is for your ears. And that's what the that's what the shirt says. It says, uh, Time Dillard Podcast. Uh, it's like a radio show. Um so, you know, the podcast is for your ears. The shirt is for your torso part of your body. Um, there's them. New stuff coming up, y'all guys. New shirts this year. It might be discontinuing some old shirts. Uh, me and Ryan over at Rock City Outfitters are talking talking shop. <clears throat> you know, talking shop. Like, what what could we be, uh, you know, like, let that let that shirt go away. And then what do we, what else we got going on? I'll tell you that we're... Where all the interest is right now uh, is Coach Hicks Boxing Gym, which I don't blame folks, you know, Thunder Punch. And so that T-shirt's in the works and a very special gift along with that T-shirt that I'll be talking about more soon. But that's what's going on. And again, the, the way, the way if it's your first time here, uh, welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast. I'm Tavin Dillard. I might have forgot to introduce myself. Uh, mowing, edging grass cutting legend i got tavins lawn care services i'm sponsoring a t-ball team in town this season and i got an update on the last game that we had this week here in a little bit but before we get to that uh anything i talk about is going to be in what they call the show notes because if you if you jogging or maybe you running from a dog that got loose at your neighbor's yard and you can't stand that dog and you ain't got time uh, to stop and figure out if that dog gonna be nice to you or you ain't got time to look at the show notes and to figure out what website I'm sending it to. So I put that there so lighter in the moments of quiet when you safe in your own house or you ain't at the grocery store or you ain't driving in your car or wherever you at when you listen to the podcast, the Tab and Dillard podcast is like a radio show then you can check them show notes. But what you're going to find in them show notes today is, uh, firstly, uh, the merchandise. I told y'all recently, I mean, with this cold weather that's been going around, uh, we got two new hoodies, and I should be getting mine pretty soon, and then I'm going to be wearing it myself. Early bird gets the perm hoodie and the bank bank hoodie. Dems, dems are new. And then uh, all the other shirts. I'm wearing a turkey salmon shirt today. I know how to call them. 
Have I caught one yet? No. Are they very elusive? Very is an understatement. They're so elusive. So elusive. Very hard to find. And then I got my NoPro hat on, which speaking of NoPro, I did some fishing this week too. So between a fishing trip I took down to the lake, uh, a water safety class that Coach Hicks did down at the lake, and a t-ball team, we got a lot to get into today, y'all guys. So what else was I talking about? Oh, them show notes. So you got the, the merchandise, you'll see that link there. Uh, Tabin's Honey from Bees. It's honey that's in a jar, but it's from bees. The picture on the, on the label is me, is my face, so it's like you you having supper with me or whenever you eat honey maybe you put it on biscuits for breakfast maybe you put it on the biscuits for suppers i don't know maybe you do both but tabin's honey from bees from bee house honey is at the link in the show note today too what else Tabin? well you can text me 501-326-2249 folks is doing that for the q a say hey i got this question for that episode uh, in a couple weeks uh, here's a question and i'll do them answers you know uh when that episode come up and then uh, you can also email me if folks is doing that for them Q&As or, or other stuff, other questions you might have. Dillard at gmail.com. So that's all in the show notes today. Boy, we taking care of business. We shop keeping. We keeping shop. But I'm going to tell you right now, what happened this week? <sighs> a little bit tiring. Well, first at least, you know how somebody tell you something they're going to do, and then you think, boy, i done this before, and it didn't go well. So then you just anticipating how it probably is going to go. There's how you want to go, but how it's probably supposed to go, because the way it went the first time, it's probably going to go that way again. And then you just kind of start kind of dreading it. You know how that is? So Cricket's granddaddy wanted to go uh, fishing. Now Cricket's my gal. We dating. And her granddaddy, he likes me a lot, and I appreciate that. Uh, and we had some, some circus events, you know, trying to go fishing together. But he sure thinks I'm his fishing buddy, so I am. And uh, I ain't, I haven't been going much fishing lately. I got my buddy Cliff Pace. You know, I try to help him. You know, he on a pro circuit. He major league fisherman. So I try to do what I can to help him in his career, you know, give him pointers and tips on uh, how to do things. But he wanted to go fishing. And if you know anything about my past experiences with Cricket's granddaddy, you can listen to a season three, uh, the Tap and Dillard podcast, uh, the spring fishing tournament, just about a little, not quite a year ago yet, buddy. I mean, I tell you one thing, Cricket already liked me before that fishing trip. She liked me. Oh, my granddaddy loved that time he had with you. Well, okay, then that's a win, I guess. But he asked me this week if, if I'd go fishing with him. Out at the lake, you know, on outside of town, that's where Rance Farnhart's got the bait and tackle shop, and he's trying to rename it this year. He asked me to help come up with a name for it and a new design because they may do T-shirts out at the, at the bait and tackle, and they do fish and chips out there, kind of thing. They also do haircuts. Rance Farnhart cuts my hair out there on the patio, so it's a busy place. But, uh, you know, when folks is out there fishing and then they got other things going on, like Coach Hicks' water safety class, uh, it's per busy. So I was out there this week, and you know the bait and tackles there about 100 yards from it's Donnie Wayne uh, Chambliss, his little repair shed. And Donnie Wayne got a golf cart, just kind of put around out there between uh, his shed and the bait and tackle. And you can kind of do a little bit of exploring. I mean, them, them tires ain't off-road tires on that golf cart, but you can get around that lake pretty well. So he's down there. And I, I go out there. That's where we're going to go. Cricket's granddaddy come to Chancellor Park where I live in my trailer. He, he picked me up at 7 in the morning, not too early. I mean, you know, it was, there's fishing there's fishing trips that start a lot earlier than that. And if you're a duck hunter, you know, boy, you already been out for four hours by 7 o'clock or whatever. But 
for fishing, he picked me up at seven. Uh, he got a little boat, and all I had to do was get in his uh, truck, and then we, we putted out to the lake kind of thing. Um, wasn't fast, never is, but we got out there, and we launched that boat. Now, that take a while. Uh, Cricket's granddaddy, he's granddaddy age, so it's not like he's young and spry, but, I mean, he got a lot of, he got a lot of vim and vigor, I guess you'd say, but still yet, if we're going to launch a boat, it's going to take a minute. I ain't real great at launching boats. Truth be told, the whole term confused me. I tried to talk to my, I tried to get that figured out with my buddy uh, Cliff Pace, because the way I see it, if you, in my experience, in my life, anytime I launched something off a ramp, it wasn't just easy sliding back like this way. It's trajectory. You trajectorizing. You trajectory for uh, from the ground, <clears throat> and you say bye to gravity. See you later, gravity. Pew! So high in the air. You're just going up so high, so high up in there like a bike ramp kind of thing. Piece of plywood, cinder wood, cinder block. I don't know what cinder wood is. I guess it's just shorthand for for a ramp that you build. Oh, it's a cinder wood ramp. Cinder block, plywood. And you go so high. And in gravity, you got to say hello to it again because gravity take over. You get up, you go so high, and then you land that thing, and then you just peel it out. You turn that handlebars on that bike, and you pile up that gravel with that back tire so high. You pile it up so high, like out of way. That's been my experience with ramping over the years. I ramped a ditch. I ramped a piece of plywood. I ramped a trash can. I ramped a lot of things in my day. So when you say we're taking a boat to a ramp, I'm thinking speedboat, breaking world records, but I learned that that's not the lingo that the fishermen use. Now, I'm a no-pro fisherman, so I ain't a professional fisherman. I ain't out there trying to say I know it all, but I do bring the snacks. So I get out there today, and I brought some snacks, and then I went, you know, Rance Farnhart, he got that bait and tackle. I got snacks in there. He's my friend. I want to give him business, too. So I bought some stuff out there from him. I had some Wagyu beef, the Wag bars. You may have heard me talk about them before. That's a good little snack, just hearty little meat, like a steak on the go kind of thing, basically. I had bacon before I went to the lake, so I wasn't, I wasn't snacking on that. And then I had uh, hot fries I got inside the bait and tackle shop, so hot fries. I had a couple donuts. Truth be told, I brought apple frittler. And yeah, it's the size of a small pillar. And uh, you think, well, Tavin, you should be able to share that. I should be able to, I don't want to share no frittler. But I knowed if Cricket's granddaddy got an eyeball on it and wanted some of that frittler, there's only one right answer. So I was like, sure, go ahead, buddy, kind of thing. And I'll let you know about that in a little bit. But I had, I had donuts, a frittler, I had hot fries, I had Mountain Dew, um, and I had Wagyu beef. I mean, I was, I was ready to go. Chocolate chip cookies in a Ziploc bag, <clears throat> like seven of them. And so I was ready with that. We got that boat finally launched, which if you knew to the boat launching World 2, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing you write home about. It's not something you really video and show everybody. Look, boy, look how high we ramped that boat. You just drop it in the water, and you try not to get your truck pulled in there neither, and you just drop it back off of that thing. So we got in there, and as a circus, I mean, we stayed looking at 9 o'clock before we, from the time uh, Cricket's granddaddy picked me up, to the time we make it out there because he don't drive fast and every time he start telling a story he take his foot off the gas pedal to talk uh it took us a while to get out to the lake and then once we got there we had to launch that thing well we get out in that water and i knowed i heard uh when i got there about coach hicks water safety class and you know these gals from his water aerobics class from last summer showed up for this water safety who's in that class tavin well 
you probably know by now, but my Meemaw Mabel Childers is both in that class, and they showed up, and I don't think Meemaw care nothing about water safety, but she do care about uh, having a class with Coach Hicks. I think she got a crush on him, which is gross to me. So her and Mabel, they out there, and they like oil and water. They don't mix, so, you know, it's just bound to be a circus from the get-go. But I'm out in the middle of the lake by now, and I see Coach Hicks get He got a, he got a, what, a, a life jacket on, you know, this safety vest, because the way it is is like when he's around water he got a safety vest on you know when he's teaching a water safety class because he's trying to tell people how to be safe around the water so he over there with that i seen from a distance you know that kind of thing but other than that um i'm out in the middle of the lake with cricket's granddaddy and uh he had to go to the bathroom and i we've been out there maybe 11 minutes I ain't caught nothing yet i'm still trying to get uh my drop shot figured out on my line and working on that and he's like i gotta go wee wee and i'm thinking buddy can't can't we do we have to call it that could you just say you need to go to the bathroom and we we had to get that motor he got a motorboat we had to get that thing put it over to the shore uh, you know how long it takes to get a motorboat back to the shore and get cricket's granddaddy off that motorboat so he can go into the bait and tackle shop bathroom to wee wee <clears throat> 33 minutes so you can tell we, we steady pushing well into the day by now and we ain't caught no fish i ain't even got my line in the water yet so he get out of there he done way weighed and we're getting backing out of human a boat and thing about it is uh he got to step back in and you, you ever been right on the shore and, and somebody got one foot in one foot out and then the boat get wobbly because the water the way water works is like a water bed you know when you get on it uh, it's gonna move that water gear it ain't it ain't like a board it ain't like a box spring, it's water. So that's how that was. So he a little wobbly. I gotta grab his arm, help him get in there, and we back out to the middle of that lake. So we out there, I got a drop shot, you know, and I, I'm figuring that out. He's using crankbait drop shot. We ain't getting no bites. It's too cold, way too loud. I don't know what it is, but it was time to snack. So I pulled that out. I had chocolate chip cookie. I dropped one on the floor of that boat, and I don't like to waste nothing, but that human boat already had some lake water in it and, uh, and you know, a little dirt and stuff kind of thing. I look at that soggy cookie, and uh, uh, Cricket's granddad said, just blow, blow, blow it off. I'm like, you don't blow off a soggy cookie, granddad. I blowed it, and it just kind of mushed in my hand because it's wet and soggy, so I just throwed it in there. Well, about that time, whatever was in the, under that water came up and ate that thing. He goes, well, the fish are going to bite today. And I was like, well, I'm excited about that. So that shock ship cookie, you know, glass half full kind of thing, it let us know the fish were there and they was ready to eat. At least they was ready to eat shock ship cookies, but I wasn't about to share no more. The only reason I shared that in the first place because it's soggy and dirty. So I had some cookies, uh, so did Cricket's granddaddy. I broke into that Mountain Dew. I was going to try to hold off on that, but it was already one of them mornings where I know that I needed to get that thing drank and get the energy and the strength I need to catch some fish. Well, one more thing. You know, you just, you know, you, know how you, you, you should be satisfied, and then you do one more thing, and you just overdid it. Well, I was like, I'm just going to take off a pinch of that frittler. Well, I pinched that frittler, and boy, Cricket's daddy, or granddaddy, his head on a swivel, he turned around, and he's like, what you got there? <clears throat> I was like, I got some donuts. You want one of these? I got a glaze or chocolate glaze. He goes, what'd you pinch off? I was like, well, I pinched off apple frittler because I that's, that's the one I'm going to eat. You can have these other ones. He goes, yeah, I'll try a little bit of that frittler. And like, there's nothing in the sentence that I said to him that even invited him to remotely think that he should have even a, a sniff of that frittler. But all he thought was, yep, that's what sounds good to me. And so there we are. And now I got a decision to make. And so what I do 
is I just pinch him off a little bit, and then I was trying to hand it to him, and he waved me off like this away, just put his hand in the air, and he he goes, no, I'll pinch my own. Well, he sure did. He got he got goodly uh, sized hands and real strong fingers, and he pinched off uh, about half a frittler. And you have you seen the kind of frittlers that I ate at Donut Goals? Uh, they pretty healthy amount, and and I I just was kissing my afternoon snack goodbye, just watching Cricket's granddaddy uh, pinch that off. So then we eating that, and I'm trying to drop shot, and nothing's happening yet. So we just out there. And, and meanwhile, on the shore, Coach Hicks has started this water safety class. Now, what he's doing is teaching these guys to be safe around the water, not just at the city pool, which I think he do that in the water aerobics class, but then how to be, if you're out in, you know, public area like a lake or a river kind of thing, how to be safe around that water. Well, they over there, and Meemaw's and Mabel are already starting to jaw at each other, But and Coach Hicks is trying to teach them a safety chant. I don't know, there's like eight or nine gals in this safety class and they they learn some chant and it's like what you supposed to do when you run the water so it's like uh it's like look in the water look on the shore wear a safety vest watch out for boars so when you look in one way you you got your hand around your mouth like you try to make a megaphone look in the water and then you turn your head the other way and then you say look on the shore so they remember the, the water's in one place and the shore's in the other place and then it's a wear safety jacket and then you acting like you you putting a safety jacket on over your shoulders like you your arms go down like out of way your hands are like i'm putting on the safety jacket and then you do like binoculars around your eyeballs and you say watch out for boars because they seen some wild pigs you know here recently around the lake but i didn't know is is bad enough to like work it into a safety chant for the water safety class but apparently uh coach hicks thought it was and so uh day's doing that thing well after they do the chant a few times mabel childress looks over at me and said you look stupid said it to her like out of way she used the s word Called, told Mima that she looked stupid. Well, you know as well as I do, Mima don't really take none of that. So she give it right back to me, uh, Mabel, but she she take it up a notch. And so Mabel, you know, she said you look stupid, and Mima said you are stupid, like that away. Well, it's about to go to blows, and Mabel know better, because Mima will handle her if she need to. Uh, it's happened many times, you know, they fought in all kinds of places. Whoa, I dropped some bacon band-aids. If you're watching on the YouTubes, you'll know I just dropped some bacon band-aids. If you're not, just know that uh, I dropped some bacon band-aids and jumped down off the shelf here and about scared me here in my trailer. But anyways, me, Mom, and Mabel, they about to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Well, it's time for a break because they just went over that water safety class, and now they're going to go ahead and, like, take a little break, a little snack break, granola bars, I don't know what else, maybe chocolate milk, whatever they got for them gals to to little snack on, you know, and then they get to the next part of the class and kind of like the ceremony where they get their water safety class certificates. So kind of a big deal. Well, Donnie Wayne Childress is out there and he's putting around that golf cart that he got to go between his repair shed and the bait tackle shop and, you know, just putting around the lake, you know, if he got a minute kind of thing. And it's new, so he's excited about it, new to him. And then Rance is over there because he's running the bait and tackle. And, and these are my buddies, so they know what's going on and Rance tried to run interference you know because he said Meemaw and Mabel getting closer to each other Coach Hicks ain't sure what to do he got a whistle Coach Hicks always got a whistle tweet tweet you know because he he's he been a PE coach but years ago when I was in school he's my PE coach then he ran to Long John Silver's the next county over and we know in high school that he had uh he had money 
you know, with them two jobs, managing the Long John Silvers and PA coach. He had a double cab that had air conditioning in it. So we know he's bringing it in. And then he's just a entrepreneur. You know, he got his own businesses. He do the head lifeguarding at the city pool. He do these water aerobics class, safety class that he's doing out here. And he also got his own boxing gym in town now, Thunder Punch. Uh, and that's, that's going real good. You know, people getting in shape and everything. And so Coach Hicks got that whistle. He, got, he just blow that. He goes, let's all take a break right now. You know, everybody take a break. And then tweet, tweet, kind of thing. And so uh, Donnie Wayne uh, pulled up next to me. Mom's like, hey, what? You, you want to you wanna go for a ride around here, kind of thing? And, well, she got excited about that. And so Mabel go over. And then uh, Donnie Wayne let me, Mom, I guess she probably talked him into it, best I can tell. You know, I was in the middle of the lake. I wasn't even paying attention to all this. At the time, I kind of looked over, and I seen me, Mom, by herself. Like Donnie Wayne just let her go in that golf cart. Uh, and so she took off. She did like a little lap and around the bait and tackle. And then Coach Hicks seen her, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna. And he taked his vest off because he wasn't doing the water safety class during the during the break. He was snacking, and uh, he took that vest off. And he got uh, riding shotgun with Mima. I was like, I'll go a lap with you. So they going well. Mabel Childers seen Mima driving that golf cart with a Coach Hicks. I guess she got jealous. And Mabel, you know, they used to play softball together years ago. Mabel still got an arm, and she winged. I mean, she hit me in the back or in the elbow with a with a can of Easy Cheese, you know, during the summer uh, because I wouldn't put it on her back. She's calling it sunscreen, and she winged it real hard at my elbow. They had to shut down the pool to clean that out. wasn't my fault, but anyways, Mabel still got an arm. Is what I'm trying to say, and she winged a granola bar out the wrapper at me, Mom. Well, Meemaw seen it coming. She swerved that golf cart with Coach Hicks in it, and they went right into the lake. It got to the edge, and then that wheel gave way, and they off into the lake. And then nobody have on no life jacket because you don't expect. A, you, usually what happens with golf carts is they ain't in water. Where you ain't, most folks riding a golf cart, they ain't in a safety vest. Now, people in boats, yeah, that make more sense. You own like a, a, a sea-doo or a jet ski, uh, you might have a water safety vest on, uh, but life jacket. But in a golf cart, that ain't usually what folks wear. So neither one of them had it. Well, Coach Hicks helped pull Meemaw out the lake. They just slipped right on the edge there. He got out, he's he fast. Coach Hicks is quick. You know, he, he does lessons down at the boxing gym too. <laughs> like you punch real fast and you catch and you jump and then you go down and do push up, all these things. He can do pretty good still. And he got Mima out there. I think she liked that, which grossed me out. I was like, come on, Mima. She didn't try to drive into the lake, and it's Mabel's fault for throwing a throwing a granola bar at her. She, she, and Mima just out of her reflexes, you know, dodged it. And that granola bar ended up in the lake. It got all soggy and wet, and some fish came up. I guess they like them chocolate chip cookies and them granola bars. I think it had chocolate chips in it, too. So I don't know, them, them fish down at the lake in our town, they got a sweet tooth, the way I say it. So... Then Donnie Wayne had to come over and help pull that new golf cart out the lake. Now, he wasn't mad at me more. Donnie Wayne ain't got a temper. He ain't the kind of, you know, he's pretty easy going feller. Uh, but they got that out. And Mabel Childress, though, she's like the bad guy. She's like the villain. Like, I, after the break, they did a couple more things. And then they did that, uh, the, the presentation, like the graduation from water safety class. Mabel didn't get no water safety certificate. I mean, ain't nothing safe about throwing a granola bar at a golf cart that's riding on the edge of the lake right there. Nothing at all. Meemaw, she got a water safety certificate, and she got a special certificate for bravery. She braved the water in a golf cart and got out of there. I don't know where she's going to hang all those certificates because, uh, you know, she 
most of her wall space in her trailers taked up with that baby doll collection. And she got shelves of baby dolls, but then she ain't even got no shelf space where that they have, she got a box under her bed next to them bonnets for squirrels that she did in the 80s when she thought squirrels would love it. And uh, first of all, squirrels ain't got pocketbooks, so none of them was buying it. And there ain't enough folks in town that had squirrels as pets that wanted to buy them for a squirrel. And then B, uh, squirrels hated them bonnets. They didn't care nothing about having that on their head. It kind of bothered them, I guess. So she got a box of them that she holding on to. She thinks that maybe the next generation of squirrels is going to really like them. I don't know the, the whole thought about that. Or maybe it just took her so long to make them that she don't want to get rid of them yet. But next to that is boxes of baby dolls. Like she rotate, Mima will rotate them baby dolls out. Right now, like her main, her main display, Rachel Christine, that's her favorite. Rachel Christine's right in the middle. And then she got Becky Thacker Haynes, uh, Beatrice Gale Merton, uh, Clarice Bonwell, all these, you know, that they're, they're like the, the, the all-stars, I guess, right now. Um, but anyhow, Mima, I don't know where she's going to put them certificates. Maybe on the, her refrigerator because you didn't do a magnet and, and pin it up there because uh, you can't pin a baby doll to a fridge else she'd have it there I bet but uh, that'd be full too you know with baby doll displays so she may do it that way I don't know but what what about you tabbing in the middle of the lake fishing with Cricket's granddaddy well I'll tell you uh, we wasn't getting no bites I mean I can't say no bites you know how fishermen can exaggerate we got bites I caught a, pan, a bass that was pushing two pounds easy two pounds and the cricket's granddaddy caught a, a couple ba a bass that was pushing about the same weight i guess in the end of the day it could have been the same bass three times for all i know because uh, we catching and releasing but we caught uh three little fish and uh, that was the biggest score today for me now i got back to shore with cricket's granddaddy and he had a good time so uh, uh, another win you know the way i see it and the snacks got eight. Uh, that whole frittler went pretty quick, uh, and he actually pinched off another quarter of it. So I had a quarter of a frittler, uh, you know, learning to share. <clears throat> learning to share. Probably next time just buy two frittlers, but that didn't cross my mind. I just thought, I want a frittler, and then these other donuts, uh, surely he's going to like them. I ain't met nobody that don't like a standard glaze or chocolate glaze, and I guess it's not that he didn't like them, but he's in that frittler, and I understand that. You see a frittler and everything else go out the window. But I got back to shore, and Rance was filling me in on what you know happened on the shore with Meemaw and Mabel. Like, I seen the golf cart thing, but I didn't know what started all that, so he's filling me in on that, and I was like, well, I'm sorry, Rance. Thanks, thank you all, and thanks, Donnie Wayne. Sorry about your golf cart. He goes, no, it's fine. He goes, just the back end kind of fell in there, and then once Meemaw got out, uh, you know, it was easy to get the golf cart out, and then Coach Hicks got her out and all that kind of thing, so nothing but a circus down there uh, but Mimo's feeling like she she really knows her way around the water now he's got that safety chant you know they say uh, uh, look in the water look on the shore wear safety vest watch out for boars and and she knowed it I mean she taught me how did I know it because she taught me it because she said I should probably learn it too because I go out to the water so much now so anyways that's how that went, and then I had to get down to the T-ball fields. Now, I ain't coaching. You probably know that by now, but Tavins Lawn Care Services, mowing, edging, grass-cutting legend, I'm sponsoring a T-ball team that Shane Grubbs is coaching. You know, Cheryl Grubbs' husband. She's in a walking boot. I don't know what she did, but she hurt her foot, and she, she's still peddling them donuts, though. They don't slow her down. It's harder to drive that Chevy Cobalt, though. I'll tell you that. With that accelerator pedal, uh, when you got a walking boot on, it's the right foot. 
but their their little boy Perry Lee, uh, you know, they got that daughter Maisley, and she like a gymnastic junior cheerleader girl. And then Perry Lee, we don't know what he is, but this is first season T-ball. It's as good as you can imagine it would go for any T-ballers first season. Just a lot of energy. So I get down there tonight, and uh, Perry Lee's down there, and he hit the first two behind him, like twice. The ball went backways instead of frontways off that tee, and. Truth be told, I don't know how you do it. It's like, you see it happen once, you're like, wow, okay. Uh, but that don't want to ever happen again. You know, that's a regular Haley's Comet. You're going to see that once in a lifetime. He did it twice because the way he hit it, there's nothing to, in the way he hit it to make it look like it should go behind him. You know what I mean? So, but he did. And Champ Thorpe, uh, you know, his folks run Lady in the Trampoline. And he what his granny brought him. Uh, his parents was making late delivery or something, so they couldn't be there. But uh, he hit a danger. Now, hitting a T-ball dinger, you know, maybe ain't the hardest thing to do. But he did that. And then Ace Brunwell, uh, you know, that's uh, Lonnie Brunwell. You know, he's got a son and a nephew on that team. There's two Brunwell kids. Ace is the one that uh, hit a double, slid head first into second base. And, boy, I like his style. And I'll tell you right now, once a kid ends up on the ground in T-ball, everybody else on the team thinks it's supposed to be dog pile time. So they all piled out the dugout in like the fourth inning because uh, Ace Brunwell's uh, face down, uh, touching the second base back, and boy, oh, them fellers are all over. And that's about a 10, 15-minute delay trying to get them they, like they won the championship. But it's the fourth inning, and we don't even know what the score is. I think we probably scored 17 runs by the end of the game. And I figured that other team scored about just as many. So I don't know. At the end of a T-ball game, I'm as confused as anything. i just like, well, I guess that went well. You know, the kids got a snack, and they sure is happy. Uh, you ask them the rules of the game, they don't. They couldn't tell you that. So if you're looking for that to be called a win, then I guess it ain't a win. But uh, they, they had a good time. It's getting me excited, though. I'll tell you right now, it's getting me excited about softball season. It's coming up this spring. Uh, team Burger Shed, as far as I know, I'm going to – play for Bud's Burger Shed. I assume I ain't I had a conversation with Bud, but I'm hoping he going to sponsor the team again and then we, we put it together. So that's coming up, you know, real soon. So there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, we got them new hoodies, but I'm telling you right now, uh, the Thunder Punch, keep an eye out because the, the shirt's coming together, but then the special gift uh, that's going to go along with it, I think you're going to like. And so just keep an ear to the ground, as they say in Spain. I don't know what they say in Spain. But anyhow, uh, I appreciate you joining me on the Tab and Dillard podcast this week. Check the show notes for them links, for the merch, for Tabin's Honey from Bays. You want to get in a question for the Q&A? This is the time to do it. Like I said, I might stop talking about it as much next week because so many questions have come in. I think we got a lot to talk about already, but uh, you're welcome to keep sending them in, uh, and, and I'm going to keep trying to get them all ready, ready for the show in a couple weeks. And then we we heading right into Season 6 after this. Plans for that. We can talk more about that in another day, but I appreciate y'all joining me. I mean, if you ain't listening, I'm talking to myself. Who wants to do that? Sometimes I do talk to myself when I'm mowing lawns. You can do it, Tabin. Don't worry. There, there's just there's a slight chance, very slight chance that Imogene Watkins got black nanners today. You're going to do fine. You ain't going to have to have that conversation today. And most days, I don't have to. But when it's happened, mm, well, that's a tough talk. Well, that's a tough talk to have. But anyhow, y'all guys, I appreciate you joining me on the Tabin Dillard Podcast. If you like this podcast, you can rate it and you can share it. Leave a comment on Apple iTunes. I don't know what platform you're listening on. I know on that one you can leave a comment, and that helps me uh, know what people are thinking about it. 
and you know how to get in touch. Check them show notes for all that. And hey, if you ain't swerved a golf cart because you got a granola bar thrown at you this week and you landed in a lake, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. Until next time, y'all guys, we'll see you later.